0: Um, I just want to start by saying thank you so much for all your support for nominating us for the Equestrian Business Awards and um, we're so so grateful we've loved all your nice comments and anybody who hasn't and would like to we would absolutely love it if you could go to Krista's gonna jump
1: in here. <laughs> the uh the question business awards. So it's at Equestrian Business Awards on um Instagram and it's the Question Business Awards on Facebook. Uh the nominations are open. And if you love the podcast, as Katie said, we would really, really appreciate a nomination. Um as a podcast, we don't actually have a distinct category. So I've kind of gone for two, which is um equ- one is Equestrian Equine Service of the Year, because sure aren't we making you laugh. Um and the social influencer of the year. So, if you would be willing to nominate us for one or both of those categories, we'd be super grateful. the The link to nominations is on both the Instagram and the Facebook page of the Equestrian Business Awards, and I have it posted on our Facebook page as well. So, <laughs> now we've done our
0: pushy, needy, and <laughs> please, um, please nominate please us. Nominate us. Um, we will get on to the news, which is a bit dull, really. I'm not going to lie on my side. Um, the lorry has finally gone in to an actual reasonable person um, who has sadly reported that there is a lot of welding to be done. And oh. so the lorry's on box rest for a little while and we're going to get an expensive vets bill. So that's pretty much standard. Um, we did have really good lesson yesterday on Manny and Pan. They were, well, Manny in particular was, Carla's description was as wild as she'd ever seen him. Um, <laughs> he did enormous spook at a robin flying out of a tree, kicked himself in his own leg, ripped the boot off his leg and lamed himself for about five minutes. What? He like limped Why? around the arena Why? and then decided actually his leg wasn't going to fall off. And we put oh, the boot back on him. Sake. And then... set about career and Carla had really you know carefully set out this complicated jumping little grid for him Manny decided that looked boring and he was going to go rogue and old school eventer and just hunted his way down it so many times that she scared the living shit out the two of us and put up a metre 40 upright and said right if it wants to be fucking rude and reckless it can come to that Manny was like oh thank you I don't want to die (laughs) (laughs) Manny was like whoa came like careering at him like blind enthusiasm and wore the pole the first time dented my pole significantly and then after that was like okay we'll come down to that in a much more reasonable fashion and after doing that a few times he's like i will entertain your little silly exercise now and be a good boy <laughs> pancake was less deranged than usual so he's been on did i say this last time he's been on Collagon. no
1: not an ad thinking of putting him on it
0: Sadly, I mean, shout out if you want to sponsor me, that'd be grand. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's been on that and he seems less deranged. So that's what quite does it do? positive. I don't know the product at all. So give me a five second synopsis. It's just kind of yet another like um, one for ulcery type horses.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I've used cool. it on, I think it was mini, and it was incredible for her. So I do really rate Brilliant. it. Um, and we've tried it on him once before when I thought maybe it was that that was making him be an absolute wanker, but it turned out he was just a wanker. But this time, his behavior that. was wankerish, but also different. So he was, he was like humping his back when I was girthing him up, which he's never done. And he was like, he's always been quirky to get on, but he's learned to be better. And it's like he'd gone massively backwards. He was like dancing when I was going to get on him. And I was just, I said to Ben, like, you know, just, I want to cover my bases
1: and I actually think he's improved. So I feel like maybe that was a little bit of it. Um, whatever works. I mean, honestly, at this age, when I was younger, I had to know everything and now I'm older, I don't need to know anything. Yeah. I don't need to know anything. If it works, fine. As long as you're not, you know, killing people and doing harm to others. If Whatever you're doing, it's working. Brilliant. I know, that's like
0: me and Ben got in a disagreement. I think I might have told you I told someone anyway about, um, I had wanted him to try, try some different shoes on Mammy, And then we tried something else first. I can't remember what. And Ben said, I said, so did you put those different shoes on Manny? And he said, no, because if we do that, then we're not going to know what works. I said, I don't care. Like I will happily do all of the things, throw everything at him, fix him as good yeah. as he can be fixed.
1: And I will just keep
0: everything exactly the same. And then yeah. we'll just go with that.
1: Yeah. It's it's just, it's, it's impossible. I was having that conversation with a friend of mine today. And we were just saying like, she was talking about how um, she uses calming cookies on one of her horses. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, you know, like the liquid titanium hood because I, I use one on barrel or whatever. And I was, it goes to great pains to point out to people that I didn't jump on a trend with that. I didn't go, oh, I want yeah. to be liquid titanium because I, I, don't, I don't know how much, you know, of that stuff that I, you know, how much of that i buy into. I'm not saying it isn't true or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, what I do think is that for some horses are like quite sensory. hmm you know stretchy hoods can be brilliant for them. We we using them for years before that on race horses and they were great. Um, and the same with the calming cookies, like on the one hand you sit there and you're like everybody's using calming cookies. Well like if somebody uses a calming cookie and you know they feel their horse is better well then it doesn't fucking matter if it you know if it works or it doesn't and mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, you know it's like that isn't it whatever you find that yeah that like works, from a side scientific-
0: you point of view i 100 percent agree that the correct way to go about it is like one thing at a time but from the like how long until some fucker lames themselves or until we go bankrupt let's just fucking do all the things as quick as we can let's get these horses
1: like being more civil yeah definitely and just you know it's easier for everybody isn't it so i agree whatever works just fuck it all at them and hope for the best and that's it yeah so that's mine that's oh um
0: She's maybe gonna come back into work next week.
1: Oh my um, god, that photo, that photo, fucking hell, that was brilliant. <laughs> How funny is he? I have never seen a more perfect. Like, I don't you don't need a description, you don't even need to know another thing about this horse. That photo was just <laughs> everything if he on was, it. Like, it was like it was like his dating profile picture. Like <laughs> as soon as the mayor, the the, the the mayor saw the photo, she'd be like, Oh yeah, okay, I see what you are.
0: <laughs> I know, honestly that horse is so extra, like he really is, he just thinks so highly of himself, like Carla watched a video of the two of them, Um, I'll have to send it to you, so Mint is like spooking at, I put a water tray out just so they can have a look at it, you know, when they're playing in the arena, yeah, yeah. they were in the arena because Mint had mud fever, and um, Mint's busy spooking at it, and Bougie's just like Doing flying changes and just checking himself out, and like, look at this, like, look what I can do. And Carla was like, He is gonna be such a cock. I can just see it. He is gonna just go to shows and be like, I'm so special. Like, look at me. All you other
1: horses are shit. She was like, He's gonna be a bell end. I can just see it. He is. The best horse I ever had was exactly like that. I mean, when I say he had a deep sense of appreciation of his own, you know, <laughs> immense beauty and talent, I really mean it. He was an absolute wank bag when he was five and six. Like, I mean, he was so bad. He was so bad. And it was just literally that. It was like, I, you're, I'm you're, i not listening. I'm much better than you. I'm, I'm beautiful yeah. for a start and you're not, and I'm cool and you're not. And, but he got through it and he was amazing. And then at, when he got kind of over that hump, all of that, you know, extra ness yeah, really worked in his favor and he was class. So you might be in for a bumpy road, you might not, but one way or another, like as long as he thinks he's amazing. Oh, yeah, you know, it's he's it, not man. gonna want to touch a pole, is he? Because that's it's not cool to do that. No, Ben thinks
0: like Ben's much more team mint, like he loves Booty. But Ben's like, I think Mint will be will definitely catch up to Bushy, even though he's the year behind him. Because he was like, Mint just gets on with the job, like. I said to Ben a few weeks ago, like, I think I said this in the podcast, that I think Mint should have a Yorkshire accent because loads of show jumpers <laughs> are from Yorkshire, but it's just like, no fuss, yeah. no mess, just get the job done. Whereas Bougie's like, yeah. we will flick our fringe and we will come at this with changing <laughs> legs. And look at the expression I have in my country. Mint's just like, no need for all that shit. Like, just jump the jump.
1: Yeah, done, Yeah yeah I have great appreciation for that with only Molly Molly's Molly's kind of you know very bouncy and excited and absolutely like loves to jump but the same thing we just go and we do the thing and we do it perfectly and we just get on with it and we just do the next thing and it's brilliant yeah. it's much easier but yeah when they're um I do I can't lie I have to say I do love a horse it's fond of itself i really do i love to see a horse coming out looking at you giving it like well i don't know who you are but you're not me, so i don't care i do love it i shouldn't because it's a pain in the arse to ride as you said yourself but i, I there's just something very cool when they've got that yeah. that swagger isn't it it's awesome like so that's me so what have you been up to uh not a lot uh pole exercises um i'm just gonna do a, a shameless shout out here the show Jumping blog on instagram they're on facebook as well but they do most of us on instagram they have got two ebooks and it's like pole porn right mm. it's just full of, of exercises mm. and they're like so I like immediately obviously purchased them downloaded them obviously so yeah like, I mean, it's queen. Is what meant to, yeah we've got to be careful haven't we if I call you the pole <laughs> queen <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish I was oh my god I wish I had the agility to, to do both types of pole well I, but unfortunately I can only do one moderately and that includes you know that's on the horse um but yeah, it's um, so just yeah, basically I've been doing poles everywhere, and yes, just living my best life doing that because you know I love that. so do um, they like
0: break it down into like if you have one that rushes, this is good, or do they literally just give you loads of pole exercises?
1: Um, not not really. like some of the horses in the videos are a bit, you know, Loop the bird and then some of them are not so mm-hmm. like you can kind of I suppose in its own way you can kind of see yeah see from that um like they'll say like you know you you'll have a variation on distances depending on the size of your horse and stuff like that and they put in all the distances and they put in all the everything and there's video di- like they do the videos and the diagrams on the instagram feed and then the books are obviously just the diagrams so like it, it's really good because you get to see it in real time as well and yeah. see the diagram so I think it's amazing it's totally yeah. worth paying for Say so yeah, a poor old bear. Bears just getting poles out. Poles and, and fucking poles. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rita did her show, which I talked about the last day. And uh, then she had a bit of a cold. I've absolutely no idea. None of the other horses are sick. They've been nowhere. Even she wasn't near another horse at show. Yeah. I've literally no clue. The only thing I can think about is she was vaccinated about a week before that. And whether that just knocked her a little yeah. bit. And then when she traveled, I went to the show, and then the other thing she does, which really pisses me off, and like she sleeps at the very front of the stable, up against the door on the concrete, despite having fi- literally fifteen foot, like actually fifteen foot of two of four foot deep straw. You know the little bit you keep swept back. Yeah, that's that's where, where she sleeps. lies. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because she was like, you know, she had a hard time before she came here. It's like some kind of like can- trauma. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like. <laughs> It feels like she, has, she doesn't deserve the straw or something. I don't know. But... She's like an SAS <laughs> soldier, isn't she? She's
0: like, no to the bed. I will Could lie on the hard floor. Yeah. Like a commando. I yeah, am ready like for Russian... action.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's that. Russian Red Army training. Maybe it's that. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I wish she wouldn't do it. So she she sleeps on the floor. And the other hazard, obviously, is Molly. Molly wouldn't worry about standing on Rita if she yeah. needed to make it to the door. Like <laughs> It would just be a crum- bit crunchy, but, you know, yeah. well. Um, so yeah she's I don't know all of those things combined she's got a bit of a cold so she hit her antibiotics because she was coughing a bit and then we've started back now and we're going schooling on Thursday and then trying to go to another show on Saturday it's just like it's really bad I just I don't know it's January and I'm struggling to have the enthusiasm for 50 centimetres I mean don't get me wrong it's brilliant that we get to go and do it but I'm just like oh that's very ungrateful of me, isn't it? I'm here living the dream and winching about it. That's terrible.
0: No, I, I think January and February are shit months. Like, and March. <laughs> at least half of April. <laughs> I, I think I'm starting by March to get a bit more like, okay, we'll get ready now for the summer season.
1: Also, it's near, isn't it?
0: Like, even if it's yeah. shit weather or it's still nearer than it was in January. And, like, my, my first show is the back end of... March.
1: Are you doing any one days before then, or
0: yeah? So as as long as the as long as the lorry is ready, the idea is to get to two day shows. Okay. And then that would be my like show, yeah. Um, but it obviously depends on the lorry. Um, yeah. I guess that leads us nicely on to our topic of the week, which is based on a question sent in by Laura McCabe and she asked us to talk about the tips of going to shows on your own, shows with young horses and general show tips and stories. Krista did a shout out to all of you and asked you to send in any other questions and we we just thought we would do a full episode on it. So um, to start with I think we've kind of covered a bit of tips on taking young horses to shows haven't we? Um, yeah yeah on previous episodes you know which is basically just that we both kind of feel quite strongly about taking it really slowly and if you need to go you know and lead them round one time that's fine you know say like for the jumping horses maybe go take them to a dressage you know before you take them to a jumping show like just small steps um and better to go slow and then be fine, and it takes you like a few couple of months rather than jump in at the deep end and blow their brains, and then you've got a problem. Any tips on going to shows on your own? This is definitely more you, isn't it, than me?
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> always me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do actually. So, it, I mean, it just wasn't well, making difference if they have a lorry or a trailer. Uh, try if you can to make sure that your horses will load by itself with just you just work on that at home like whether you know use feed or whatever you have to do and just get them so that if you're using a partition they'll stand or if you're not then they'll just stand at the top of the box when you put the ramp up or whatever because if you get caught by yourself and there's no one around because that happens to me all the time Mm -hmm. like there's always millions people in the car park until I'm loading a horse and then I just like tumbleweeds there's no human in sight for miles um definitely just try and be as prepared as you can um don't be afraid to ask for help because we covered this in the last episode. I talked about it quite a lot. People are just amazing. Like if they see, especially if you say, look, I'm on my own, I'm a bit, yeah. Would you help? You know, if someone's walking past, ask them to, you know, put up a fence for you if you need to, or whatever. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um try if you can, like I would tack up and then I go and the course. Um you know leave the horse like like tacked up with rugs on or whatever in the box before i get on mm-hmm. and then so i go and walk the course and then i'll i just have a look around quick look around the, the practice arena or whatever just in case there's anything else that i need to factor in to the lunacy um and then at least you can go then and try and get in on somebody else's warm-up so if you see somebody else going into the warm-up at the same time as you try and get in on their warm-up as well because there's somebody there to help them you know when they're doing a cross pole you try to be ready to do a cross pole with them like it sucks having to do it by yourself but you know what sometimes that's it's better going by yourself than not going at all yeah Um, I would totally echo
0: that because I've like although I've usually got Ben if I'm just going to like a day show it will be like Ben in the past with Henry which is basically like no no Ben yeah so Henry's like a you know job in himself so I would just echo that because what I made the mistake of doing at first and I quickly learned from my mistake I would say if I was on the flat and I would see someone starting to warm up I would kind of be like oh I'm not quite ready to do that yet and I would like carry on but nine times out of ten that would kind of be shooting myself in the foot because there's no one else warming up exactly (laughs) so not only then do I not Have a chance to jump what I want to jump, they're going to be still using the fence at a higher height. And say, if they're going in one before you, you're going to have to wait for them to have gone through the full range of what they want to do. So, say they want to be like, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90 a meter before you then start all over again. And so, I just kind of found, you know what, it was more stressful. So, sometimes, even if it's not yeah quite what I wanted yeah. or I'm like you're better off to just tag on with it obviously that's jumping specific but yeah that would definitely be something that I would say um, um, the other thing
1: as well is just if you are by yourself and it's actually I I haven't done it so here am I telling everybody else you know what I advise when I haven't done it myself put a sticky label on the inside of the door of your horse box or if you're using a lorry like just have it stuck in a window or on the outside of it, something somewhere obvious just you know a, a, con- a point of contact just in case something goes wrong yeah you know and if you are there by yourself like so that if anybody gone back to your vehicle has an option you know can can get in touch with somebody else yeah who can come to the rescue like it is important it's um sort of a small thing but um it, it could make a big difference and unfortunately you know more so than ever if you're by yourself you do have to plan you know you plan to do well and you plan to be organized but you also have to plan for what happens if it doesn't go that way yeah um so yeah, that's
0: probably that's probably the tips for being on your own. So, so what like, what do, do we have what? from the listeners?
1: So I've got loads from I've got asked for a couple of questions. I asked, what can you not live without at a show? Okay. Ooh, what was yours? I've what got. can you not live without a show? My fucking stepladder. My stepladder.
0: Yeah, do you know mine would be quite similar, especially yeah. I really fucking appreciated when we on. got pancake. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like I couldn't get on him. And I'll never forget, I don't know if I've told this story on here. We were at Richmond in the gravel car park. And I said to Carla, he's quirky to get on. And she was like, he'll be all right. I'll just leg you on. And I said, I don't think he'll like that. And she said, no, no, we'll just do it fast and he'll not even notice. <laughs> and she just like, not lobbed, Superman, <laughs> lobbed me on him. It just went vertical and took off across the car park. Oh. Was like, shit, I really didn't think it was gonna do that. I'm sorry. That's like it's fine. Um, she then is she's really careful now at a show and will always make sure that I'm fine. But she said that she got one of the um toolboxes that pull, you know. Like yeah and we always have make sure that we have one of those for him because he won't stand alongside a lorry, or it just makes him too like tense, and it means yeah, that you know yeah. when he's like shuffling around the place, we can just, just keep take moving it. Around, and around exactly, yeah. 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 So absolutely, with,
1: mine was like a twenty quid job from Woody's, which is our being here, I suppose here, right. and it's a three step step ladder, and it, it has like a hoopy bit on the top. Okay, so boy I home, lopped that bit off with the angle grinder because I had visions of me getting a foot stuck and <laughs> just, just no, just I had visions of no. <laughs> So I took chop that off and then like any rough edges and duct tape them because obviously well, I like, duct tape everything in my life. Um, <laughs> duct tape
0: must fucking love you.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. If anything I, ever happened, happened to you, duct tape yeah. are gonna be like, what? What's happened? Like. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. I buy my 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 husband buys it in giant boxes for me. There's like like 50 rolls in a box. So yeah. Um, Well, it's better than the weird looks I was getting in the supermarket. At least in a hardware store. Like a man store where you go to buy mechanic-y things and man things. They're less suspicious. They're like, here is a man. Let's give him some duct tape. It's man stuff. But whereas Whereas with you, you, they were like, she's got some sort of fetish. What is she doing? Yeah. (laughs) Has anybody seen Niall? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but the set ladder is... Because I uh, ping was like that. Ping was like that as well. I actually broke my finger in a similar manoeuvre to pancakes. Right. Whatever way I caught my hand on the back of her neck, I broke my middle finger. Mm. Like how? But I did. Um. So, yeah. No. She she learned in the end to stand because I, and it was another thing with being by herself. We worked out that if somebody stood in front of her with a bucket of food, she'd stand still and I can get on her. Yeah. And so I used to have to like random anybody anybody <laughs> when I was going to get on her. I'd be like, can you hold the bucket of food in front of this horse? they were like. <laughs> right okay so you just do what you have to but the step ladder yeah step ladder is is my life can't
0: go without it yeah i'm trying to think of anything else probably um i think i've whinged on about this multiple times but in the winter exercise rugs like i'm so obsessed i fucking hate seeing horses warming up fully clipped in the winter with no rugs on
1: like yeah i fucking hate the only place that that falls down is if you're by yourself like mine all are used to me taking the sheet off them at home yeah so it's not a problem but if you are on a young horse or a silly horse yeah just be careful taking the exercise sheet off if you've got no help
0: 100 definitely you'd be better to get off it
1: no behavior.
0: yeah take definitely, it off yes. and get back on it but yeah like even pancake the deranged one is well used to having an exercise rug and yes sometimes we do it at a kind of jaunty pf but um you know.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter it's yeah. fine <laughs> um but <A> yeah
0: <laughs> i really i really hate that um i just think keep them really warm i'm trying to think of anything else really that's that's probably oh, my a
1: li- liquid. Oh, liquid liquid sorry i should be more specific than that i don't drink just so it's not when I say liquid I, I don't I'm not ever going to mean alcoholic even though you know that's probably be better for me if I did um I, I i can suffer really badly with like migraines and stuff when i finish riding mm. i'm better now um but i have to have like like just dilute or mhm something sugary but hydrating i don't yeah. know hydrating is <laughs> good so oh, that's like we're kind so of kind of bad for that i think as riders yeah.
0: Like Ben, if it wasn't for Ben, Ben's like my minder, I mean, in life in general, but um, he really, like, I'll get up and he'll, you know, go out to muck out the the stables and he'll be like, if you don't have breakfast now, you're not going to eat because I won't eat before I ride, like just before I ride, because it makes me feel sick. Um, So he'll be like, if you don't have something now, you're not going to get anything. And you've got like three horses to ride or something. So you're not going to eat till two o'clock and that's not going to work. And I'll be like, uh... Okay then, yeah. And let's yeah. Say I'm, like same, dr- like taking like a bottle of Lucas or something between horses and stuff is like something that I'm trying to get better at because by the third horse, I'd be like, you know, seeing stars or something. And it's yeah, it does make a really difference. basic. Like you know, nobody, no other athletes would be like, oh yeah, I'm just off to play like football or something without having anything to eat or for drink. four hours, like yeah. yeah.
1: And I and think the it's partly well-
0: because we're so used to feeling nervous and sick that we're like i can't eat like
1: I, I i do find like it is important and it does help because like that by the time you're on the third horse you can't fucking see a stride half. you yeah. know if you're really really strung out if you're knacker, you've been up early and you've got kids and you've had everything to do yeah and it's now in the middle of the afternoon you've eaten nearly nothing and nearly nothing you you can't see a stride you can't fucking do anything you can't remember like i, I get really like woolly headed like yeah i'll go to go get the girth and i'll come back with i don't know something else do you know what i mean like I, yeah. i'm not on it so it does help so what, what did the what listeners, listeners have um so we've got GKS Equestrian she this is some of them are so nice. They're so nice. GKS Equestrian says, My little brother, um, he grooms for her, and it's really reassuring to have him there. Oh um, that's yeah. really nice. And then you've got, isn't it? Diva dressage, sorry, dressage diva to a queen. She says her mom is she's her unpaid groom. Um, can't live without her, which is cool. Jess cz 203 wine. <laughs> <laughs> me and Malibu, my support team. Doesn't specify, but I'm guessing they're good. If you can't live without them, they must be, must be good. Um, Tales from a Master, cups of tea. I meant that, can't go wrong with cups of tea.
0: Oh my God, that reminds me so much of when I was like, younger, so I never had like a horsey family or anything. And then when I was, I think I was about 17, my granny was like, Do you know what? You've spent like, you know, years watching not everyone else be able to go to shows. And I, I think that for a couple of years, I would really like to buy you a little horse box and Aww. I'm going to take you to some cross countries. And oh, she was so excited. It was like a little adventure. And bless her. I mean, I don't know how old she would have been then, but never driven anything bigger than a car we got this like seven and a half ton the weirdest lorry ever it had like bright yellow and white sort of gates and um the living was like behind the horse bit it was kind of weird but anyway she loved it and she would basically just use it as a day out she would take a knitting
1: Oh, so that's so cool quiches, loads I love of that. i'd rather do knitting soup and quiches than riding sometimes <laughs> and so i would be trying to
0: tack up and at the time like i would be really stressed like i, I still can get quite stressy now but you know back then and i was wasn't used to going to shows particularly, know, so i didn't have it all down and stuff and i would be like trying to get my saddle and stuff out of like the the way you would store stuff was like under the bench and my granny would have like all this picnic laid out and I'd be like could you for the love of Christ just (laughs) not lay out a full fucking banquet before I've got the horse tacked up please and she'd be like Katie calm down, would you like a sandwich? And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> for the love of fuck, just stop, stop putting yeah. knitting where the bridal is supposed to be. <laughs> That's a so sweet though. At least
1: she kind of, you know, wanted to be part of it. And- oh, she was
0: like the best egg ever. I mean, have I told yeah. the story in here where I fell off? I think I have. And knocked myself out. And... When I came around, I didn't want to go to the hospital. And so she loaded me in the back of the lorry and drove home with me, like drifting in and out of
1: consciousness. (laughs) I got so stressed (coughs)
0: that she took a wrong turn and basically turned this lorry onto the cross-country course and attempted to come up the drop. And so it was like, oh, nar, 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 on the shape. How were you feeling in the back, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was with me. And I was like, what the fuck is going on out there? Like, And she was like, I don't know. It sounds a bit strange. My granny eventually got off the cross-country course with obviously help from multiple people. And then promptly Excellent. crashed it into a bridge. Shit! She was so stressed. Bless her. Oh God! And my friend, at this point, opened the living door, leant out and shouted, "Like, what's going on up there?" And my granny was like, "Don't tell her anything. Just <laughs> <shut> the door." <laughs> and she flagged down some man and got him to unimpale us off the bridge and just carried on her merry way. Oh my God!
1: That's cool though. That's like basically a farewell cartoon. It honestly, it so was. Yeah, yeah. that's that's like farewell. Um. <laughs> so Sarah Capon said champagne to celebrate or commiserate so I'm really missing out aren't I because I just I say I don't drink so I'm like really missing out I do, I still, I'm i not anti drink or anything for anybody who thinks I'm totally fucking off my head I'm not like I used to drink I just don't anymore because it gives me terrible migraines and I can't be arsed dealing with the child and the hungover husband and anyway no one needs to know all of that but I do that's why I don't drink it's not because I'm like some vigilante pioneer person um <laughs> Like when we got married, we had like people giving us so many bottles of champagne. And like, because we, we just don't, with the haulage and everything, we just don't drink. And yeah. So we've got like we've got fucking tons of champagne in our house. And we're like, you know, yay, a celebration. Someone's got married. Have a bottle of champagne from our stash. Yeah. Um so uh Joe State says, and this is one actually that you definitely don't fully appreciate till you have kids, baby wipes. Mm. Is there anything they can do? I don't think there is. Because before you have kids, you're like, oh baby wipes has to do with children. And then you don't ha- but then you have a child and you're like now dying and drowning in baby wipes yeah. for the rest of your life ever. And it, they become like like they're like magic, aren't they? Like yeah. you know, sticky surface, baby wipe, stain on a horse, baby wipe. Attack looks a bit shit, quick polish with a baby. Like that's just yeah. the thing they can't do. Yeah. Car needs a service, baby wipes. <laughs> just if only
0: the fucking lorry could be baby wiped. <laughs>
1: yeah well yeah i see i had all this with my old lorry as well and it's it's miserable isn't it painted pony emma says hairspray but in the earlier question she 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 tells us about her her horse and it's unruly plaits so that's why she uses hairspray it's not because she's like trying to boof her hair before she goes down the sunshine yeah
0: i've got maybe she is hairspray i was just thinking that uh, this is really random like I, for some reason I thought Oh I wonder if she uses it on her boots But I've never heard of anybody using it on their boots So I don't know why I thought that But then another thing popped into it's my mind thing, isn't it? It?
1: Is it a thing? I think so, I don't know, I'm not doing it i like let my like, tack too much to I tried that sticky shit that makes me stay in the saddle For the online dress No, bad, it just went everywhere And it didn't stick me to the horse uh, I used uh, half a can like for one online test And in the end I just made me... the whole experience made me cry And the sticky boots didn't help <laughs> Anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, Miss Nicola James says wine. Um, strong theme with our listeners here. Mm, I know. <laughs> um, I just, yeah. Uh, Walsh's Town Farm, good toilet facilities. You're probably not going to get those in the majority of shows, but hope for the best, I guess. Um, Sophie Brown, 94, fold up chair. I didn't get time to sit on it. I had fold-up chairs just, in my lorry I'm and they just never thinking that not once did they go outside. Yeah. Not once did I go out. I just didn't. I had these lovely visions of like, you know, all of my entourage. And then I I don't have one. I'm an entourage of one. So it was me and my fold up chairs in the lorry.
0: I think as well, like probably pre children, you like I do sometimes see people at shows who look like they're having a lovely like they're making a day of it. But that's I just know, not yeah. my life. I don't
1: have no, I don't have to do that. Sounds but, nice yeah. though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe when we're old, we'll slow down enough to be able to do it, but not right now. Um, Life on ten acres says blue power eight because same. She just if she doesn't drink, she just ends up driving home like woolly headed. So mm. um, the dyslexic inventor uh, bribery in the form of horse treats. So say all of us. Yeah. Summer Holmes, eighty-five. This is one for you and me, Katie. Has brushes. Oh. <laughs> Ah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, Catherine G.L. says her nephew, uh, he's been grooming for her for years, but unfortunately he's so good at it, he's now working for a top show jumper, so she doesn't have him. Ah, selfish. she not show too often anymore.
0: I know. Um, that's just rude. I mean, she trained him, yeah. she taught him all she knows. Trained
1: him, yeah, I know. I you know. can just imagine Sourcing. him saying
0: like to John Whitaker, sorry, John, but
1: like, I've just i've got to go yeah. there's Catherine needs me sorry yeah <laughs> be so uh the next question i asked was how do you prepare for shows um so uh eventing noah said to-do lists yeah um then gks the question said get as much cleaned and packed into the car the night before and then check again in the morning yeah Dressage Diva, excuse me. Oh, gosh, I'm yawning. Dressage Diva to Eventing Queen says uh, everything at the last minute, uh, along with Aramis and me, who says panic. <laughs> <laughs> Amy McKinnon, Equestrian, says lists, lots of lists. Yeah. Um, and and then all about child, lists. Pony, child pony sleep, repeat. Full hip flask with enough to slow gin to last for 24 hours. <sighs> probably a big hip flask, <laughs>
0: So basically um, just she's taking the bottle of gin and a straw
1: or a keg that's why our yeah. that horse is quiet because it's carrying around her and a keg on its arse <laughs> full of slow gin um, Mia Malibu says drink lots of rescue remedy um, Stasis equine is like even more organised she says she keeps a checklist on her phone and she prints it off before each trip and then checks it off as she goes yeah that's kind of what I do um Tales from a Mouth's stare says she prepares by hiring arenas, local arenas or whatever, and then and then some training, some lessons yeah. and stuff as well. So she kind of works backwards and structures it that way. Painted Pony Emma, Blind Panic. Um, Walsh's Town Farm, who earlier specified they like um, good toilet facilities, says uh, many toilet visits is how they prepare for shows.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't we all...
1: <laughs> uh and then the dyslexic inventor says if i make it without forgetting something it's just a miracle
0: yeah i mean god yeah i've i've done that a few times girths are a are a big one for me um and occasionally riding boots i'd say they were my main two
1: yeah that's Um, pretty inconvenient
0: yeah Lucky now I mostly go to shows with Carla. So she has been known to lend me like show jackets and, but, but like once, like the, the main thing is like with the lorry, if I can try and leave as much in it as I can, then that's less to forget. But yeah, I am really OCD with lists and checking things off. And when we go to away shows, I'll have like a list for Henry, a list for Seb, a list for riding the horses, a list for stabling the horses, a list a list for... Me and Ben, a list for food. And then I keep those lists and I'll add anything that I think would be handy on when we're there so that then the next time that's on the list. Um...
1: <laughs> well, no, no like, when, I, when I had the lorry and I like, did the staying away shows, I did I did lists as well. I did do a list um, just because there's so much to remember, isn't it? It, it is. Or, like it's stupid like, shit. It's, it's the stupid shit that walks past you, like horses' passports. Yeah, that kind of thing. You can't get. You have to lodge them in the show office if you haven't got them. You're screwed. But yeah. like, because you don't necessarily. Sorry, you're supposed to always have them with you. But because I personally don't necessarily always do yeah. that, um, it's one of those little ones you'll forget because you don't regularly do it. Yeah. Um, small little things like that. Um, I find can walk past you quite easily. So lists are good for the day shows. I don't. I don't because no, it's, I kind, it's of, kind of self Yeah, it's
0: like to. Ta- <laughs> and I'll always as well kind of like I'll just go through especially at a day show I'll just kind of like start at the horse's hooves and like exactly, in my exactly. Head go up. picture it yeah exactly yeah.
1: I picture tacking it up so I'm like yeah exactly yeah same same same, same um yeah uh, I really like the
0: um I, I didn't catch a name but the person who said about hiring arenas um because that's something that's yeah yeah that's something that i probably i don't know if we've mentioned that with young horses but i think that's absolutely crucial um try and get them to as many different places and if you can with other horses as well at the same time so that they've that, at least yeah. had the opportunity to go somewhere with different horses and you see how they react and um and then you know if they're show jumpers or eventers like often you can hire places where they've still got the full course up and it's dressed because it's so different hiring like a little arena down the road where they might have two fillers in and it's, you know, the horse can kind of really maybe get its confidence around 80% of the course with two questions. That's not what they're going to find if they go say like BS or, um, so, yeah, if you can try and hire somewhere where it's got a full, proper course, and that just lets you see what you're going to deal with as well, I think that's a really, really good tip.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And, and like, I don't know, if, like, visually, right for riders, like, I mean, well, that's always the secret for course builders, isn't it? Visually, for riders, things can be a far bigger problem than they are for the horse. So, like, even from a rider's perspective, even if you're not on a young horse, even if you're just starting out the season or you've had a break in the middle of the season, go and jump a fully dressed course because it looks about two and a half foot bigger than it actually is mm-hmm. like it can be so visually imposing and it looks massive the horse doesn't give a fuck the horse is like so what same height as ever mm-hmm. um but like it can look so daunting even to a rider and i suppose to a young horse too so definitely try and get as near to the you know match practice environment as you can because as you mm-hmm. said anybody can pot around you know a few poles here a few poles there whatever it's ground. yeah and it's take really your trainers
0: wrong. if if you can I don't actually <laughs>
1: have mean one, running trainers
0: um but yeah like I'll often hire places like with a young one or one I'm having problems with and take Carla because me bashing around the course again and again probably making the fucking mistake that I'm making at the show which is why the horses are stopping is kind of pointless I need someone with eyes on the ground who'll go well you're completely killing your canter into that and that's why it's burying you every time what sorry what was the next one
1: um, what do you love about shows what do you love mm. about shows R- uh, retrospectively lots of things but in the, in the on the morning of not, not a lot <laughs> Um, I I don't know like why the fuck do See, I this, do This I know exactly it's a bad question just you know what never mind forget I asked it because <laughs> this is what happens this existential questioning you're like I don't know I don't know I really don't know but like, it's weird because I,
0: at times I've kind of thought, I don't actually know why I'm doing this because it's stressful and I'm really nervous. We've all felt like that. We've and all I don't like really want to do it. And I don't do very well when I do do it. So there's actually no positive or reward. But then I find... You go that in I, and you do it. Don't do it. I lack a goal. And I ju- and that's I think I'm probably a bit too like in my riding I, I need a something to be working towards, and I think shows are really the only thing that gives me that. But I don't know. Why. Oh, see,
1: I, I'm I'm different because usually, as I said, I'm I'm either like with the young horses, my goal is don't die, so that's mm-hmm. better because at least then I'm not you know need to like do whatever less over that fence. I just I just want to die. And then with Bear, you know, I'm just trying to slow down, I suppose. So I'm not not as not as goal-oriented as I once was, which is actually just has worked out better for me, but then I'm not necessarily... Like, I, I hate starting the year with a plan because every time I do, it goes fucking hard. Oh, yeah,
0: I don't like a plan.
1: So, yeah, like, if I just wing it, it's fine. But I know what you mean, like, in terms of... But I find like you want you go to some of those shows you go to and you feel like, shit, and you don't want to do it. You're standing at the gate waiting to go in and you're like, God, I don't want to be here. I want to be anywhere but here. And then you go in and you do it and you come out and you're like, brilliant, where's the next show? Let's start planning. <laughs> not this often, was so great. Oh, God, yeah, no, this was so great. It was so amazing. Where are we going next weekend? I mean, in the a few shows out, out, I have uttered
0: the very unusual you know, phrase, <laughs> that was fun. But <laughs> I mean, you are probably talking about 1% at best where I've said that. So why do I do it?
1: I think I'm having a bit Look, of a Stop thinking about it. No, stop thinking about it. Stop. Bad question. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want tell to, me what, what to, the listener said. To, to Carla, and then Maybe she's like, i, I was fine. Why did you ask her that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe I'll pick one of theirs and use that. Maybe my reason is because Carla tells me to, and I'm... I just go along with it blindly.
1: I, I I do love it. I have to say, I do love it. I I don't always love it when I'm mucking out stables at half past three in the morning. Don't always no. love that bit. Well, no, I never. And I also, my worst thing is getting home. I tell you getting what, I do really like. I
0: like all the spandangly stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, GKS Equestrian says. Having her horse out and about looking fancy as fuck. Is so yeah, see, photos that's going to be you with Bougie. Yeah, um, dressage Diva to ending Queen says finishing up and getting cheesy chips.
0: Mm. The food, oh, I have totally like this. We have a venue here, <laughs> around here that's really good, but their cafe shit. And if I go there, I'm in a pissed off mood. Because I'm like, well, what am I, I
1: going to have after? <laughs> I never eat it shows up because I always have to like go home quickly to I don't know. Whatever. Oh, but do you not get things never, to eat in the lorry on the way home? No, no, oh, never. I just go straight home. No, that's never. a sin. I know. What's the point? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm on my own. Well, now Charlie's starting to come with me a bit, so it's a bit different. But like up until then, I'm on my own. And I just need to get home because when I go, oh no, home, I've got so I'm I've like so ravenous to do. after I've yeah. jumped. No, I've just got so much to fucking do. All I can think about is getting home and doing that, which makes me sad, by the way. Um, Aramis and me, good bacon So I buddies. There's a lot of food got on here. Uh, me and Malibu, cheesy chips. Child pony sleep repeat, cheesy chips. Tales from a Malista, guess what? Cheesy chips. Do people know
0: that they can just have cheesy chips without going to a show?
1: I don't think they taste the same. It's like okay. Rosettes. You could just order a box of them, but what would be the fucking point of that? You may as well go through. You know, you know there's no public humiliation or you haven't earned the cheese. So exactly, it's not the same. Um, but she also does say post cross country buzz. Um, it's been a very long time since I've experienced that, but I do remember vaguely yeah. back in the day that that was good. Um, painted pony Emma riding with my friends. I don't, I don't have any friends, so it's just riding for me. But <laughs> Fiona Sheridan, 12, meeting up with my friends. Um, Welch's Town Farm, the post-competition high. Kimberly McAdo 3 says the adrenaline high after a good round. Uh, the Dyslexic Avenger says being able to compete. So yes to that. And then catching up with friends. Um, Carol Hartnett says chips and curry. Um, and Annika EMB says the competition to see if you're getting the training right at home. That's a really really great attitude, but I can't do that because I have it all on to do the show if I'm using it as a test for myself I can't do it at all I'm just
0: <laughs> yeah i I guess there's a little bit of that maybe for me you know like the little'll highlight where I'm getting it wrong but then i I tend to ride completely differently at a show than I do at home so like yes it might highlight something but I'll fix it at home and then I'll still fuck it up at the next show. That's not really the attitude to have, but it's true. Um,
1: what do you hate about shows? It's my next question, so I'm throwing that out to you. Although, I don't know, I feel like I've depressed you already now. You're trying to force you to look at what you like. And, uh... What do I hate about shows? Um,
0: I guess the pressure. Um, the fact that I do things differently that I know I wouldn't do. At home, I'm definitely doing that less now that I am less less invested, I guess. Maybe I just... Yeah. I'm calmer. Yeah. Um, I'll be totally honest. This is a bit of a dickhead one, but it's hard in this sport to see the money and to yeah. see how much there is and how almost insurmountable it is to try and compete with that
1: yeah I, I agree um I do agree like somebody like as you say I was listening to a podcast the day and they were kind of somebody on the podcast they were talking about how you know it was like one of those sporting motivational things that I listened to just, they just always sound like a lot of hard work don't they believe in yourself and yeah. dig deep and I'm like I'll just have another biscuit mm-hmm. <laughs> week, to be honest you know what I mean <laughs> I'm at age now you know they kind of say you know like oh like money is an advantage but it's not everything and I mean that's absolutely true that is absolutely true but there's no point being an arsehole about it and denying the fact that it is an advantage and it yeah. is hard like when you're pouring heart and soul and living on beans into it you yeah. know and that it is hard. that is how it is that is how it is no one's you know we're not getting sulky about it it just is that way yeah um so you know and it is that's just is how it is like I I do sort of argue the point that even if you are you know, fortunate enough to be able to sort of buy a better class of horse or a newer truck or anything like that. You know, you still have to have the ability to ride it, you still have to have the ability to manage that horse, keep it sound. You know, there are a lot of things that do translate between struggling and eating beans and, you know, being able to sort of be a little bit more comfortable. Um, but there still are advantages. There's no there's no point in saying there are, you know, there are. So it's, you know, it's an honest yeah. observation. It is, it is like that um how i hate you? uh i hate getting i hate leaving not leaving well like how much i have to do before i go
0: yeah the stress so of like all, yeah
1: all yeah all the art has to be done and then whatever organizers all shit and then and then i hate my biggest thing is getting home because i have to do the whole lot in reverse yeah. and that is applicable whether i've gone to
0: uh, like a tour
1: show like a proper tour show or yeah. a 50 centimeter on a breaker. It doesn't matter. The effort, yeah. the other end when I get home, that's what kills me. And um, yeah. So like, you know, and, and when I get home, like it's not so bad now because I said to Charlie start to come with me, but like the guilt of being gone. So like I come through the door and I'd be trying to get the horse unloaded and then trying to do all the horses at left. And then now I would have 50 things he had to do that he hadn't been able to do because we yeah. weren't the child. So then he would leave. So now I've got all everything to put away afterwards and sort out. And the child is going, play with me or do this thing. And, yeah. The guilt, the, the mum guilt just sucks. But it's better now that he's coming with me because that yeah. has at least alleviated some of the guilt. Yeah. But yeah, getting home. Getting home is my... I just... Why do they horses shit so much when you're gone? It's just much worse than... You, know, you come home and I'm like, wow. Like, you've made a it's, huge mess. That's why. Anyway, um, listeners. So Lucy Barmore says, the shows will be warm-ups. She says, it must be what hell is like. I'm like, no. No, love. Try dressage. Show jumping warm-ups are fucking breeze compared to a dressage warm-up. <laughs> yeah. I, I do get up- a bit yeah. nervous about
0: show jumping warm-ups, but I'm a lot better than I was.
1: I just find people tend to know
0: where they're going. I think I just, yeah, I just, I find it quite stressful trying to focus on what everybody else is doing. And I'm quite a kind of glaky person. So for me not to like intercept somebody else's like amazing horse and break its leg is quite stressful. Like, something I have massive like stress over is Carla likes to you to take your horse in the ring and trot it round while the other horse is jumping that makes me actually more nervous than jumping my own round (laughs) they do it
1: here if it's busy they'll do it here and sometimes we'll have two other horses in the ring And, and I'm like you know again most of the time it's grand because no one's getting in your way but like Fuck me, like, firstly, what if someone does? And secondly, what if that someone is me? <laughs> like...
0: I actually would mind less if someone got in my way because both my boys would just plow through whoever was in the way. Yeah, Bear would but... as well. Bear be like Galloway. I don't care. Yeah. But like for me to be in somebody else's way would make me so mortified that I'm like, please don't make me go in. Please don't make me go in. And then when I yeah. do go in, I tend to like stand in a corner or between a double that I know they've used. And she's like, that's not the point. Go in, fucking trot round, especially because bull, like, well, Manny is so spooky. She'd be like, go in, trot round, you know, get them. And I'm like, no,
1: <laughs> don't do this to me. Yeah. Well, so sometimes we'll have two other people in the ring at the same time they have three, like and they do I it in couldn't. Europe all the time I'm, yeah they do it in Europe all the time and they're fine, they can do it and it's grand. and I'm just like, oh I have I'm a little bit nervous about that as well um, GLF, uh, sorry, GKS a question says the horrid minority of ringside critics, I agree but fuck them because yeah, so you, you do you them. just fuck them, at the end of the day like I don't have anything else to say about that yeah. eyes on the prize you do you it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks um,
0: someone really who really really found it horrific like it genuinely you can get to a place like i have got to a place where i do not give a fuck genuinely yeah, same. give no fuck. you do
1: yeah. you do get there you mightn't start there but you'll get there yeah oh this is kind of sad so i'm gonna have to, i don't know this is a kind of a sad one the d- dressage the two events in queen says the guaranteed disappointment at the end so, no because you don't you like i do think you either win or or you learn or yeah. you go to a&e or you you know it was one of those three but this you know i think if it's ga- hard I mean, on it.
0: if it's a guaranteed disappointment then you're setting yourself goals that are not achievable and that might have just been a jokey comment but if it isn't a jokey comment or for if other people feel like that then this is what i used to do so like if i had a decent round at 90 i'd come out and go so what the horse is capable it should be jumping 130 like so then if I had a pole at 90 I'd be like oh we're fucking like I might as well just chop off my own legs and iron my fingers you know and Ben was just like no this like today's goal is don't flap your elbows like a chicken you know it's like has to just and that you have to if you achieve that goal then you have to praise yourself for that because otherwise it all does just become really depressing and shit
1: it does, yeah I, like, I just If I've tried my best And the horse has tried its best And I have to, Like the last show I did on Rita Which was Rita's first show Dear God Like I, I, A fucking guide dog Probably would have had a better round better Than we did <laughs> and, But at the same time It didn't matter I did my best She did her best It yeah, doesn't matter first show, That's like... literally all I give a shit I couldn't care less If they knocked every single fence down Yeah Don't care if they stop I don't care I don't yeah. care So like if you don't care, you won't be disappointed. And just pick all the good things, all the good things, and do not, unless you can learn from something that was less than perfect. If you can learn from it, learn the lesson and ditch the rest of it and focus on the positives. Gotta do it. Otherwise, you just can't. You can't. And that's my little soapbox moment. Sorry. Um, Amy McKinnon questions is rude people. Um, they do exist. We're lucky in Ireland that. So- I suppose, especially at the mid, like in the Midlands and stuff, it's not. So, you know, people are just winging it, and doing their best, so it doesn't happen. But like, certainly, um, they do exist and they are difficult. But you have to just not be a rude person. I think is the antidote for that. Um, me in Malibu <laughs> says um, in the warm up when someone whacks up the jumps. Mm. Do you not? Do you have a thing in the in the UK like in Ireland? With, they take the warm up fences for each yeah. class, so like basically you can't go above the height they do but
0: I think a lot of places don't well basically nowhere has to so it, yeah. yeah they're not gonna yeah but to be honest with you like that the only reason that arses me now is like if they're hogging it and I can't get a jump because yeah it, it, like I've seen so many people do that and maybe they're people whose horses aren't the yeah. most careful and they're trying to get them to have a fence really badly so they'll go in and be careful like it doesn't correlate yeah. to how they're going to perform in the ring. So genuinely, like, that doesn't bother me at all. I just think, let yeah. them crack on. If you want to use all your horses, jump in the warm-up, like,
1: you can go about your merry way. Yeah, you do you, definitely, yeah. Um, Tales from Earth says it's warm-ups. Um, Painted Pony Emma, the hairspray person, says stress, and plat's coming loose, hence the hairspray. <laughs> um walterstown farm class is running late like yeah it can be a bitch but everybody's in the same boat i guess um yeah. you know sometimes if like if you did a pre-entry and there's an not like for a one-day show and there's a huge huge time difference between two classes i just sometimes I just dump the second class especially because yeah. i have to go home and do all the yeah. nonsense so um it's not ideal and i have, have had to give away probably uh, like give away entry monies and money and stuff doing it but sometimes it's just I'd rather lose 20 quid than sit there for six hours with a horse getting cold and everybody at home going, when would he be home? When would he
0: be home? We've done that before. Yeah, definitely. Just jumped to different class. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just Um, Catherine GL reversing the trailer. Yeah. Um, Christ, I
0: would hate that. You know, I mean, you know me, I can't even reverse my car.
1: (laughs) Weirdly, weirdly, the only area in life that I actually genuinely excel at is reversing. I can reverse, I could reverse a 747 down a fucking alley. I don't know why it is. I kept driving forwards, I'm a fucking liability. It's like a womble on the loose. <laughs> to, to, to drive backwards, no problem. I don't know what it is. But you go months, everywhere in reverse. Two find. months the other day at school
0: basically said, Did you just abandon your car? And I was like, Yeah, it does look like I did. It was pretty much in the middle of the road. And I Fine. just
1: no, go got out
0: the car, For looked at it. Thought, so, fuck, that's really badly parked. It's wonky and about a foot off the curb. And then
1: thought, so, okay, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Same. I did the same time all the day. I didn't get my contact lenses and uh, did the same thing. I parked the car and then I realised it was actually just still in the traffic. And I was like, well, just go around it. Practice your driving skills. You're welcome. What else have uh, you got? Kimberly said, snotty people. I agree. Sometimes people can be a bit there if they're nervous. So, yeah. you know, they're not necessarily. Some of them are just dickheads as well. Some of them certainly are. Um, the dyslexic inventor. Um The stress of moving from face to face with two horses and no groom. And I have that's to be mean, honest to say, even. that's why I quit eventing. Because I, I loved it, but I couldn't. I no, I no,
0: that would give me that give, Yeah, that actually makes me feel anxious here just even saying that I feel stressed
1: yeah the last day of anything I had like properly before I gave up I had two horses two home road horses of my own in the rain like pissing down all day trying to do everything on my own and I just I just couldn't one horse slipped really badly on the cross country and hurt himself the other horse fell in between fences big useless fuck I'm just tired I don't even think he was tired it was like like six pence or something but he just just sort of lay down Not and then I panicked like, yeah to come home and do like you know a full workup and like cardio yeah. cardiac exam because I was like oh no he's going to die he was fine he just lay down in the rain he'd had enough and actually afterwards I was like maybe you're right yeah it was awful it was just, I just could the heart was gone out of me and that's just such a pathetic thing to say but I just couldn't do it anymore. And I do miss it, but you know, children on the surface, pick and choose what day you go, Pfft, how bad. Um, so, yeah, I really sympathize with that. Um, Sam Holmes, 85, waiting around. Although, as I said, that's one of the perks of COVID because everything is more or less, I don't have to say, so the same with you, yeah, times, yeah. you've got times and you're never too far off. So, yeah. Um, and it can be said, crowds in the warm up. Um, I don't know if she means horses or people or both. Yeah, that pisses me off when everyone, like,
0: stands, uh, walks around in two talking to each other, completely obstruct. That fucks me off, to be fair. And usually they're, like, big names or something that I can't be, like, Oi, Whitaker, move! (laughs) So I just kind of, like, try and steer pancake around them without because I try and keep AIDS to a minimum with pancake, you know, so I try and like use telepathy to be like, just don't get too close to the expensive horse pancake. Yeah, that fucks me off.
1: Yeah, so those are all our, our listener contributions. We had loads. Um, you guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for, um, for so much, like, just so many cool contributions. And yeah, every time we put up a question, loads of people send us answers. So yeah. we're very grateful for that. Um, so thank you.
0: So should we do, like, we'll do a really quick, um because my child is going crazy. I thought we could end on three tips, three top tips for shows. I think my first one is do your own warm-up. Don't look at other people. Try and, you know, worry about what they're doing. Change what, like, <coughs> you do you. Like, for a while, Pan went through this stage where he had to jump basically a cavaletti and he had to keep jumping that until he had settled enough that he would let me ride him to before I could start actually jumping and it used to piss other people off in the warm-up and I could tell it did you know because they were like can we get this upright up yet and I was like nope because he needs that and you know be firm what works for you what works for your horse and don't worry if someone else is jumping a meter 40 when they're going into a 90 like that's what, maybe that is genuinely what works for them and their horse, whatever, but like, just do you. Um, I think for something that's massively important for me is I get really stressed if I'm pressured for time or if I don't have like really clear, every everything I need, I need to know where everything is and I need to know I've got enough time. And Ben is the opposite of that. And Ben would be like, ah, we'll be all right. You know, we can go in half an hour. And I didn't realize, I think, for ages how much that stressed me out. And now I'm really strict with it. I'm like, I want to be there half an hour before we need to be because that makes me calmer. Um, And then I think don't make it bigger than it is. Like, it's just what you do at home. And, like, I think what I did was I had such anxiety about shows that I broke it down and thought like right, what is it that you are really frightened of and I probably my main one was okay falling off and then I was like okay so what are you frightened of because you're not actually frightened of getting hurt because you could fall off at home so it's not that you're getting hurt so what is it and then it's like okay I'm frightened that I'm embarrassed that I'm gonna look shit right okay so now you've been to these like shows and you've seen really good riders get leveled they just get on, they ride the next horse. has no effect on them. So then take that out of the equation because they're not going to look at you and go, oh, she's really shit, she fell off because they've fallen off. Everyone who's at yeah. that show's fallen off. So that's not an issue, is it? It's not a big thing if you fall off. So then it was like, okay, if the horse stops, that to me is a big thing. That's like a failure, right? Okay, so if it stops, sometimes for, for a reason, just like it doesn't like a filler, okay, fine there's nothing you can do their horses stop i've seen plenty pros with horses that have stopped if it's because i've yeah. ridden like a dick fine you've learned something like
1: yeah exactly that's what i'm saying yeah
0: take that the really lesson me. and
1: then get rid of the negativity just take the lesson and then drop the rest of it
0: yeah just you know, like don't just make, make so the lesson is positive don't make things bigger than they actually are yeah so they're my three top
1: tips what about you? Uh, Mine are oh, like, bring your step ladder. If you're not going to just bring your step, step ladder. as a life. I can't go anywhere on the step ladder. Um, <clears throat> I'm a bit the same. I, I'm very, whatever happens in the ring, not too worried about it. To be honest, if I come out and the horse has stopped, I don't really care. Like I would rather a horse stopped and ask a question, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I let it have a look and it took something positive from it. Yeah, uh, Young horses, I mean, I prefer the old ones don't, but then to be fair, if they stop, there's always a reason. So, yeah, like, as you say, don't make too big a deal out of it. Um, Just, um, yeah, I suppose my big one is, as I've said a couple of times, just take the lesson. You know, if it doesn't go how you wanted it to go, just just bank the positives, dissect it down, take what you need to take from it and ditch the rest and start thinking about, you know, the next thing you're going to do instead of dwelling on oh, I did this wrong and I did that wrong and I should have and I shouldn't have and just give yourself a fucking break. Like, yeah, you know, you're, you're there, or you're doing it, you're doing your best, you 100%. know. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, just just don't, don't be hard on yourself and be nice to your horse. You know, yeah, not all. Oh, there's just nothing nice worse
0: than f- that. That's something I hate shows seeing people be bastards to their horses i hate that
1: oh no i just can't always sawing the head off it coming out the rails, yeah. just kind of rail down and yanking. i just stop it like just yeah just don't why just what what you hope it's going to take from this not nothing so yeah um yeah step ladder cut yourself and slap Be nice yours.
0: yeah um okay so we are going to move on to wanker of the week we hope that you found that helpful um My wanker of the week is Ben. So Henry has just started getting spellings coming home again from school. And this, the last set was um, there, there and there. And you had to give them a sentence and they had to write the right there.
1: I hate the sentences. We do this every day.
0: So Ben, obviously, like, fine, did all these great with him. So I'd done them all week and I asked Ben to do it the night before the spelling test because I'd gone out. And uh, he's and he's doing it away and brilliant. He's taught, actually taught Henry better than I did. Henry seemed to remember it much better when daddy taught it to him. And then Ben was like giving me all these examples. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And then Ben gave me this one example and, he, and Henry paused. He didn't know which one it was. And Ben gave him a clue. And I looked at Ben like, You do know that's the wrong there. So it was supposed to be they are. Sisters. (laughs) And Ben was saying, I, it's, remember it's I. And I was like looking at him thinking, it's not, it's not. So I'm trying to give him like the telepathy, like, no, you're telling him the wrong thing. So um, Henry said, oh yeah, it's I, it's the, it's the it one. And I said, it's not. Ben said it is. And I said, it's not. It's they are. And Ben said, but it's also a pos- like the possession. And I said, yeah, but it's 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 there, it's they are, which prompted this is what made it funny, prompted like an argument of Ben being like, No, it's not that. And I was like, it is, and he was like, but why? And I was like, because it just fucking it is because it just is exactly, but then Henry obviously can't help but join in on this. So then Henry's like, every spelling after that, Ben had to Google it, obviously found he was wrong. After that, every spelling, Henry would go, but it also is the other one. And I was like to Ben, you've uh-huh. broken
1: him the night before the fucking spelling test and you've broken yeah. him. He's going to be there doing his A-level English and he's going to be like, shit. <laughs> but
0: why? So- but it's it's both of them work, don't they? Oh. So That's poor cute. Ben was absolutely like devastated because he was like, "Shit, like I, fu- I fucked it up." <laughs> um, you, and he was like, "You're gonna have to fix them anyway." Henry got them all right, so that was fine. But yeah, bless Ben. He'd done so much of it and done them all right, and he just had this one thing wrong. But it caused like because it was Henry caused like a massive like Henry then being like, "Family well, I mean,
1: riot in every there that you possibly give to me." So yeah, that's my one. We, we had that this evening. This evening, we're like, because I, I like words are my thing. Like, I just, I love words, writing, literature, grammar. I just love it. I love it. And I, was like, I can't do fucking maths for with because I'm dyscalculia and I'm completely stupid at math. I just can't do it. Um, so, but Ma- Niall is the other way around. Nile's not into that's words. That's like so. us. He's so amazing like me and ben. He's like Rain Man. It, in, 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 in well, the film
0: Rain Man. Hundred yeah, percent. Ben and
1: Henry are numbers and I'm worse. Yeah, no, yes yeah so we had um I, I couldn't I was so bitchy and I'm not normally like that but I don't know it just came up my mouth I could stop myself um one of the words he had to, to get into a sentence was like moth and um and now he goes oh he can write I seen a moth I went sorry he's like yeah I seen a moth and I went what have you seen? And I was like, not the inside of a fucking dictionary. It's I saw a moth, And I was like, you you can write it, but it would be wrong. (laughs) Oh, that was so rude of me though. I was like, not the inside of a dictionary. And he was like, oh, bitchy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This, this kind of, this is my wanker of the week. So the other, last week, <laughs> just our lives are so parallel at times. Uh, last week we had, uh, the word was uh, one of us, he gets four words every day. I just put them into sentence, the spelling test at the end of the week. Last week, the word was long. It was Not, what? Right? Oh, long. Like long, L-U-N-G. Okay. But long is almost always a plural. It's always talked about in a plural. Yeah. Unless you have, you know, lost Posted a long. long. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get the word lung and into a sentence? And all I could think about was like, you know, um, my donkey had lungworm oh, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I was racking my brain trying to come up with something to do with lung that didn't have, you know, some horrendous other connotation of disease on the end of it. Because um, I just couldn't, I just couldn't think of I just, what was not going to write?
0: That's so horsey. Like you're thinking lungworm. Yeah. I'm thinking puncturing a lung. It's like... Yeah.
1: Nothing good about lungs. Like, yeah, but yeah. that's the thing. If you're talking about lungs, chances are it's not, you don't ever talk about your lungs unless no. it's something terrible. You don't go, oh, my lungs are brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> My lungs feel great today. <laughs> you know, they just, you know, I've got very efficient lungs. You don't talk about everything. You don't. If you're mentioning lungs, it's bad. Yeah. Um, and in the end, the child took the, the bull by the horns and he was like, you know, looking at me like, you're clearly stupid. And he mm-hmm. said, um, he, he decided to write it as a question. What is a lung? And I'm like, oh, brilliant! He's gonna go to school tomorrow, and like, first class are gonna be doing, you know, like fucking junior so, which is like GCSE level biology now tomorrow. Whilst yeah. he teaches them what <laughs> <a language. laughs> This is an alveoli. Yeah. This is a bronchiole. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the spelling thing is, and then the, on the same day they had the word hung. So we had long, we had hung, and, and the husband's like, I can put hung into a sentence, and I'm like, no, thank you, no, thank you, I'm no thanks, it's fine. <laughs> how the fuck did you put other than you know his perverted version of it? How did you put hung into a sentence? Like, well, you could have
0: sorted that hung by like, coach, I suppose. Yeah. So the donkey had lungworm, and yeah.
1: he was hung like a donkey. I mean, yeah. donkey twice. Yeah, yeah. I just also have to face the teacher every morning and every <laughs> school school pickup. So I was like, no, it's fine. Yeah. So what is along? I was quite I was quite impressed with that. I that I was quite outside the box. Yeah, that was. Child, so. Yeah. But yeah, my I like I just can't deal with the words.
0: Um well from a listener, we have got um she's actually sent us four. So if, if we're desperate for any more, I can keep coming back to her. Um so her f- her first one that she sent us. Um, is, did I say that it was Maury Wilson? I'm not actually sure I did no. say that. Anyway, it is. Um, we had borrowed a ram for some of my use. Um, we had a harness on him with marker painting um, and we have to change the colour every 17 days. So she goes out to change it just before the farrier comes. She catches him, removes the harness, no problems, changes the colour and tries to put the harness back on. And she says, well, she put a rope around him just in case he tried to run away. And that he did. He took off like a rocket. Being around horses all my life, it's embedded in us never to let go. So I did not, thinking I'll never catch him if I do. So I need, and I need to get the harness back on. Not being very good on my feet at the best of times, I tripped up over the ram and still not letting go. Now I am being dragged up the field, one arm on my tummy and flipped onto my back like something you see on a cowboy film. Finally, the ram gave in and stopped, and I scrambled back to my feet with the ram in the middle of the field, only to realise the harness was still hanging on the gate. Do you know I've done? Things like that, where you've, like,
1: yeah. got
0: to catch a pony that's a bastard to catch, and you've spent an hour, and you finally get to it, and it's going to let you catch it, and you're like, I'm not the fucking head colour anymore. Like, I I threw that in frustration, like, you know, 15 minutes back. Huh.
1: An hour ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, she said she got the ram back to the gate, got the harness back on. The farrier turned up. She greeted the farrier and discovered that she's covered in mud and sheep shit from head to toe, front to back. I mean, in fairness, if your farrier smells anything like my husband does when he comes in, he genuinely won't have noticed. Or noticed. With an arm that feels very much like it doesn't belong to her anymore. She said, luckily, he knows her well and just laughed. But he wasn't that shocked. Genuinely, I, I don't think he'd even notice the smell of you. Like this. It's probably just No,
1: no, they wouldn't. Frushy really? horse foot just it overpowers everything, doesn't it? It's yeah. like happy It just permeates. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: But I mean, I'm pleased that she sent us four because she I think she said that it was to make us feel better about <laughs> our lives, that we're not failing so spectacularly. <laughs> and I actually really do appreciate it. I'm not I'm not being sarcastic. I think it's I think you've been very good to us there because we feel like our lives are shit shows, and anyone that makes us feel a bit more normal <laughs> is very appreciated. <laughs> so, um, we're going to leave it there and just remind you to vote for us because we're needy. I mean, you could also leave us what um, what do they do? Leave like a review on iTunes um, and five stars. Very cool. And keep sending in your stories and questions to bookoffbanter at gmail.com or on Instagram and Facebook. And we will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.